Good morning, princesses. Welcome to episode 12 of the Go Report podcast, or in this instance, vodcast. That's right. For the next few weeks, we're going to be presenting as a vodcast in video form. And we're doing this in celebration of Advent. In fact, this week's conversation is entitled, A Season to Remember Advent. So let's open up with prayer. Heavenly Father, strengthen us as we pour out so that you can pour in and lead us as we pour forth in your name. Amen. Advent is a preparation for the celebration of Jesus' birth and second coming. Now, depending on your childhood, the term Advent may have never even intersected with Christmas. But for me, the term Advent became even more special when I was an adult. You see, at the time, um, I was at, my husband and I were attending church um, in Columbus, and the pastor concluded in November that he was going to start a whole new series on Advent. And my husband and I began to wonder, well, what is Advent and what is he going to be talking about? Over the next four weeks, we soon learned what Advent meant, how it related not only to Christmas, but to who I was as a Christian. And that intersection was so powerful. I'm so happy that God allowed us an opportunity to intersect and to learn about Advent. And I'm so happy that now through the Go Report, we're going to be able to share a little bit about Advent with all of you. Now, actually, Advent started last week, the week of November 28th. So this week, we're going to be playing catch-up. We're going to be doing two weeks. But let's start off by talking a little bit about Advent. So if you have a piece of paper or you have just a notepad, just go ahead and pull that out. We're going to go through some terms, first of all. According to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, Advent is the period beginning four Sundays before Christmas, and it's observed by some Christians as a season of prayer and fasting. It's also listed as the coming of Christ in the Incarnation, the second coming. The word Advent comes from the Latin term adventus, which means arrival or coming, particularly the arrival of something or someone of great significance. So we already know that something or someone. The season of Advent is a period of repentance, celebration, spiritual preparation for the second coming of Jesus Christ at Christmas, and it's an anticipation for his return or second coming as well. Believers not only remember Christ's first coming as a baby, but they also remember and celebrate his, the continued presence of Christ even today through the Holy Spirit. Now to symbolize the four weeks of Advent, candles are lit on what's called an Advent wreath each week. In total, there are five candles that are lit, with the fifth candle being lit on Christmas Eve. Now, to ensure that we stay current, as I mentioned, because we're already a little bit behind, but that's okay. Thank you, Lord. It's okay. We're going to talk about the first two weeks. So last week, which was the first week, it was called the purple or violet candle, violet candle, and it was the prophecy candle. And then this week, which is what we're also going to be talking about, is the second week. And this week is going to be focused on that next candle as well, that second candle, which is called the Bethlehem candle, and it represents preparation. But let's start first with the first candle, which was last week, which is that purple or violet candle, which is known as the prophecy candle. This candle, um, once it's lit, recalls the prophets, particularly Isaiah, who foretold the birth of Jesus Christ. It represents hope or expectation of the coming Messiah. 
If you take a look at Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7 in the New Living Translation, it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, say it with me, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. From Abraham to Isaac to Judah, the children of Israel to all of us, it is stated this hope exists. In fact, in Ephesians 3.6, it talks about this. This mystery is that through the gospel of the Gentiles that we are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and shares together in the promise of Christ Jesus. But this hope not only represents the hope of yesterday, today, it also represents a promise, a promise that was fulfilled with the birth of Jesus Christ. Take a look at Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, where it says, Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God is with us. That's powerful. But it also represents a promise of future days, and it gives us hope that we need in our daily faith walk. Take a look at Romans chapter 5, verses 3 to 5. I'll give you a second to find that really quickly. It starts with, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. So we know that through this hope that God is with us and He is with us through the Holy Spirit. Amen? So hold on to that hope, which was the first week. We're going to now move into the second week, which is this week, this second week of Advent, and it is on preparation and peace. Now, this second purple candle is lit and it is called the Bethlehem candle. It represents preparation. As you may recall, the, the, the little town of Bethlehem or even the song, well, that little town of Bethlehem is the actual birthplace of Jesus. This town was also known as the city of David. King David's birthplace, and it's also part of Jesus' lineage. The prophet Micah foretold the birthplace of Christ in chapter 5, verses 2 through 4. I'm going to read that to you. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be the ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. For the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty, majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. Amen. verses 5 through 6, because this also speaks of preparation of peace. 
every warrior's boot used in battle, and every garment rolled in blood, will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called again, let's repeat it, wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Prince of Peace. From the New Testament in John 14, chapter 27, it tells us, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. In Colossians chapter 1, verses 19 through 20, it says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. So for this week, we're not only celebrating Advent week one, but we're gonna be celebrating Advent week two. And we're gonna to need to meditate on a few terms. And you may have heard of some of those terms as I was reading the scriptures as well. So for the first week, think about these terms, hope, remembrance, anticipation. For the second week, think about these two terms, preparation and peace. And finally, I'd like to close with the following scripture, which is also a prayer found in Romans chapter 15, verse 13 in the New Living Translation. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Well, this concludes our report for this week. Remember to meditate on your Advent words for the last two weeks. Remember, hope, remembrance, anticipation, preparation, and peace. And don't forget to check out this week's Go Playlist. Now, there are going to be songs focusing in on both weeks. And until next week, remember, princesses, that each day is an opportunity for us to lead, serve, and go. Be blessed.